Yes, hi. Uh, this is more content talk. Uh, welcome to our, oh, we're broadcasting live from, uh, well, semi-live. We're recording. It's live right now. It won't be later, but whatever. Close enough. Um, we're in San Jose at our house, and um, this is the much-awaited more content talk. I'm Christopher Prescott Carter. Uh, this is the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit and brings you the truthiest news that we can find. Our topic for today is a very timely one, I think, for what's going on in our society today. Uh, I would say so, considering um, the recent tragedy in France. Um, it's censorship. Uh, so uh, it's a really tricky subject, I think, for a lot of people because when you get into censoring anyone, you have to consider censoring everyone. Um, and that becomes a problem uh, for several reasons. Um, how do you feel about censorship, Melissa? I've been yammering on for a minute. What do you, what do you think about censorship? Um, you can speak up, don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Our son is sleeping, so she's worried, but I think you're fine. You can speak up, go ahead. Um... Obviously, censorship is not good. Um, well, you say obviously, but like, why? Why do you say that? I don't know. To me, it seems obvious. To me, it seems like I know where we live. We live in the United States, so mm -hmm. we should have the freedom of speech. That's true, but even yeah. from its inception, this document has always been translated in different ways, right? I mean, they've always kind of been this argument of like, well, the Republican ideal of uh, freedom of speech is right, or I, sh I should say conservative, or the liberal ideal of freedom of speech is right. And they're different because the more conservative ideal of freedom of speech is that you respect, say, like certain institutions like, like God and, you know, religion, um, uh, whatever they may be, your cultural institutions. Whereas, um, the liberal form of freedom of speech tends to be um, much more based on uh, promoting like secular morality and, you know, optimizing, say, like the benefit of secular humanism. However, they can both be like very limiting. So it's interesting that, you know, you say obviously. So what to you do you think is the obvious form of, I don't know, say something like free speech? that well what do you what to you is free speech i guess is what i'm asking um like what's your definition of free speech what does that mean the, to you the ability to say what you feel without immediate negative like backlash okay so that's interesting so like what if say like it really really like offends someone like you know they they take it whatever way they take it uh, should you still be allowed to say that thing to that person or should there be some limitation there what's your take on that it's an interesting question and i don't think there's necessarily like an evil wrong answer like oh you said that horrible thing that's mm -hmm. so wrong i i think there's a lot of ways to look at it um by the way, I'm a political scientist. Uh, hi, uh, that's my degree. So that's why I'm 
you know, yammering on and on. I probably do this for much longer than the little half hour that we have. But um, my little take on free speech is this, is that you can't go around necessarily um, always assuming what someone is saying, right? And so, like, you're definitely allowed to say whatever you like. Um, if that, you know, I don't know, um, speech, let's let's call it that, your free speech ends up harming someone in a way that is not physical, I don't necessarily see the harm. Um, and my reason for that is that we live in a country where it's rooted in this kind of idea that you need to care for yourself, you need to take care of yourself, you need to do your own, you need to go out and get a job, you need to do your own thing, you need to not be lazy, you need to not rely on society. And so the reason I rely on freedom of speech, my freedom of speech a lot of times, um, is because of that, is because you're left to kind of fend for yourself in this society. There's not really a lot of communal um, feeling to me. I mean, like we've relied on basically each other during this whole time. We haven't had a lot of help from like the general community. So like, I feel like, um, especially when you have people in this political environment that are so hostile to you, um, you should be able to mock those people. Um, some people disagree with me on that. They say like, you should never make fun of anyone anytime. And I completely disagree with that. What do you think? I personally don't like it when stuff like that is done to me. So mm -hmm. I personally choose to not do it just because to right. me, I feel like I would be like hypocritical, to, like right. do something similar to someone else that I wouldn't want done to me. So like, I'm not as outspoken yeah and i don't have a problem with that do you have a problem with say like you know comedians doing it is it no no, no. okay I feel like that's a personal thing i just think that i'm just i'm too sensitive yeah. interesting um i mean i don't know i don't know that there's a you know a thing where it's like oh you're being too sensitive i think it's just different levels of what people prefer um, that's an interesting point, though. So what do you think about uh, this this uh, concept of cancel culture? That, that's a really popular... I don't understand it. I just yeah. It's kind of a Fox News term that's kind of become very popular. It does. It does. So there have been, you know, various instances, say, like, um, where certain um, comedians may have said something that um, may have appeared racist um, or may have perhaps actually in fact been racist and um, they get censored for that or maybe not even just racist maybe sexist maybe um, you know homophobic um, I think that happened to I don't know his name it's it's a comedian um, he was going to host the Oscars I'm sure people are screaming at the screen right now but I just don't keep up on people's celebrity especially celebrities names there's such a waste of time but that's another show um the yeah but he was you know banned from doing the oscars sarah silverman got i don't remember what really happened to her i think her show was already off the air but she still got in trouble and you know but the thing that's interesting about this though is that this whole concept that like oh no you've you've taken away my freedom of speech then morphs into this giant um public relations campaign mm -hmm. And it turns into this advertisement for these celebrities. So it, there really is like a double-edged sword going on here. It's not all just about, I'm not one of those guys that's just like, 
you know, on that, like, I should be able to say whatever the hell I want train. But at the same time, I'm not one of those guys who wants to get, you know, like censored for just sharing my opinion. So I don't know, it, it seems like an easy issue, but I think a lot of times there's more to it. So um, do you have any other thoughts like on that, like cancel culture, like should comedians be, should their speech be limited? Like, let's say like mm. you're, you're going to host the Oscars and you know for a fact that there's gonna be, let's say homosexuals in the audience. Should you, um, uh have that wherewithal to where you know your audience um or should you just be able to joke about whatever you want what do you think and again like i don't really uh-huh. think there's a wrong answer i mean i know what i think but a lot of people might think that's wrong i'm pretty split on that i don't know how it's I a difficult question to answer yeah, because yeah i mean because a comedian has a job. Yes. And their job yeah. is to be funny and their job is to be controversial a lot of times. And so it depends. People should expect certain things. Please finish. Um so if you expect like comedy to come from this person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like maybe people should not be so sensitive. They should understand that, like, that's this person's job or that's what this person's doing. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's a valid point. I think that's a point that a lot of the comedians are making. The The alternative point there is that, and, you know, <laughs> this is ironic. Um, it's really not, and a lot of people are going to think this makes perfect sense, but... I am, I have a degree in political science, but I'm also an actor and entertainer. And, you know, I share that with people like Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, and uh, Reagan, you know. Um, if, I, if you look in the history, you'll find a lot of um, political guys. They are, and gals and theys and what, what, what have you, they uh, gravitate toward the theater because um it's a very performative uh art politics so um but i have that perspective so like as an entertainer our job a good entertainer's job is not just to make people laugh it's also it's also there's this term it's all know your audience right Mm -hmm. and so yeah you you're going in there to make people laugh but you're not necessarily going into every audience to make people laugh in the same way and so like I think my opinion on it is that if you know you're going to the Oscars and you you decide in your, you know, brilliant (laughs) mind that you're just going to go off on a particular group that you know is represented, to me, that's kind of like you did that to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you put yourself in that situation. And and a lot of times I wonder because they really do get a lot of attention, like guys like Bill Burr. uh, when they do these things, like Bill Burr got in trouble because he was at, um, it was so stupid, it looked like a hoedown, but it was a, it was an outdoor socially distance. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It was outdoor socially distance, like comedy, because that's what they have to do now. I mean, performers, like, just just do a podcast. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Like, you, we look ridiculous out there. Like, everyone's like... 18,000 feet apart and we're like 9,000 feet away. The whole thing is ridiculous. No one wants to see it. Just 
to start a podcast or something. But uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone will be happier. But um, yeah, he's out there and a bunch of people with trucks and stuff. And he starts going off on something about women. I don't even remember what it was. It was so stupid. I was like, why would you say that? You know what I mean? One of the, something really sexist. I mean, just that women aren't worth a damn. That type of crap, which is I'm not promoting, by the way. I, I think it's dumb. I think that type of humor is infantile. Um, but I understand, you know, we have freedom of speech and it's allowed. But think about it, right? You're in, a, you're in a country where there's a pandemic and particularly where women are being affected. Specifically, they women have lost the most jobs. Mm-hmm. And he decides he's going to go off on women. And then he gets on TV and complains about it. And to me, it just it reeks of, you know, public relations, like publicity stunt. And that's mm-hmm. what I don't like about it. It's not this it's not the speech that bothers me so much. I mean, I'm not going to go see Bill Burr because I know, you know, what his brand of humor is. And, you know, nowadays I'm not going to go see Louis C.K. because I don't know what I'm going to see. You know what I mean? Like, I, who knows what's going to happen when you go to his his stand up? You know, it's everything's out the window with him, you know. So, like, I wouldn't necessarily put myself in that situation. But at the same time, like, what if maybe like there's some people in the audience who haven't heard about, you know, the crazy things these people say and then they're there and they they didn't know and they get offended you know i, I don't know like what do you think about that with you see how it gets like really complicated yeah. really fast yeah because yeah. because things can switch over into hate speech yeah um yeah it's difficult to be an entertainer um people think it's very like easy um it can be if you have a lot of money um if not you got to keep everyone happy all the time um so i i i have empathy for entertainers on that level now on the other hand um (laughs) the celebrities they have a lot of money so (laughs) right and they have uh pr people and they have a whole team of social media that's not them on social media by the way just so you know that's the when we're yeah, when we're on social media, that's us. But when 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 Kanye West is on social media, it's like Sci High the Prince. I'm just saying. Like he has like fifty thousand ghostwriters for everything he does. Um, so that's a luxury that celebrities enjoy. And so they have more what I'm saying, my argument is that they have more time. Because they have more money and they have yes. more time and they have yeah. more access to people yeah. and money yes that it's just like today they, right they get more freedom of speech because they have more money yeah mm-hmm. um and just like today like i got censored <laughs> i get i got censored on I twitter about not like being censored on remember yeah like, yeah the first time i ever tried to use twitter yeah. I tried to write a paragraph and it told me that it was too many characters. Uh, right. And I thought she didn't know about threads. She didn't know. She didn't know about threads. I just so. wanted to post a paragraph about something. And, it wouldn't let me. <laughs> and then and you were I just like, fuck it. Twitter. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, gave up. I, didn't even try I hung in there. And, and I discovered, threads, I discovered I threads and I've used threads, but I said something that upset white people. So you know how that goes. Um, I'm black, by the way. Some people don't know. Some people think I'm like Mexican or um, I've, I've even heard people say that I look white, which is, always shocks me because I look, I'm a spinning image of my father. 
and no one ever thought he was white but i don't know like people's vision change over time i don't know but um i uh i had said i used the term uncle tom um in reference to uh uh, some of the rappers that are coming out and just promoting Trump, like, oh my goodness, like it's no end to the, the, you know, over and over again. And it gets frustrating because they think from their perspective that they're helping. Maybe. And even on that, I'm a little like, you know, I'm my, my parents are from the East coast. Okay. We're real. We don't pussyfoot around the subject. It seems to me like this is about much more than trying to help people. It seems like, you know, they're getting a little bit of payola. But I'll be nice and, you know, assume the best of guys like Ice Cube and Kanye West for some reason um, to appease their fans. So assuming that they're, you know, uh, really, you know, holy and, you know, like they say they are in both Ice Cube and Kanye West say things like that, you know, pretend to be holy just in different ways. Um if they really are infallible um, and they really do care, how come uh, <laughs> the position of blacks in society keeps getting worse? The more and more of these rappers that we have who have worked with conservatives, who have um, said that abortion is not okay, who have said that uh, homosexuals are some kind of plague on the nation. And by the way, this is very much what people like Kanye West and Ice Cube believe. And they don't think that women should have free rights. They don't think that we should have integration. They don't think that. So when you when you censor me for going after them, you're promoting. And that's what I, what I this is my one disagreement with liberals, right? You have to be careful with what you censor. You can't censor the way that conservative censor because conservative censor for political means, political gains, right? And there's a lot of very well-meaning liberals, right? And they're not doing it for that reason. Um, they, they've been hurt by terminology or whatever. But this is the thing you have to understand. Though I empathize with that, what you're not realizing is that there's a kind of, um, a kind of entertainment war going on. And this is very difficult for a lot of people to realize because it, when, you, when you have the control of media, you have the control of power, influence, right? And so entertainment is always political. And so when you're getting these messages from these people who are being painted as saviors, and they are by the media. the media, the media is painting them as if they're these wonderful people, whether it's Kanye West or Ice Cube, it doesn't matter. They're all wonderful. They're all great. They're all successful. They have money. That's what they really mean. They're, they're rich. And so they're good. And we should aspire to be like them because we're poor. And so we're bad. And so if that's the message, I don't see how we're benefiting in any way from that. So giving them carte blanche to censor me, that's ridiculous. Um, and let me tell you a, a quick um, interjection about the history behind that term, because white people don't know. They have no idea. Um, it's one of the reasons why um, Unless it, unless it's say like college educated, they they may know, but most most people are not college educated. They're always assuming that this is some horrible racist term. Let me tell you about the the real history of phrases like Uncle Tom and Sambo, where they really come from. 
There was a woman by the name of Harriet Beecher Stowe. She wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. Now, what is that book about? It's about, and it's an abolitionist book, not, not an anti-abolitionist book. Abolition means getting rid of slavery. This is one of the ways they were convincing people in the South that slavery was wrong. They, they were mocking slaves who wanted to stay with their masters. And so this is what these terms actually mean. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not racist. It's, it's insulting a person who refuses to change regardless of the fact that that change will benefit them. It is a mockery of ignorance. And it is a statement that that person is ignorant. Now, once you, once you start regulating like how people can call people ignorant, how are you not similar to all the other dictators who censor people and decide who is smart and who is not smart? and who is ignorant and who is not ignorant. And that's why I say any political ideology is susceptible to tyranny. It doesn't matter if you're liberal or conservative, that's just your particular flavor. And so there's always people who benefit from every style of government. I'm just saying, lay off the little guy. Go after, go after rich people. Why can't we mock rich people? Why is that not allowed in this country? Because it seems to me like if a person's rich, all of a sudden they're Jesus. What do you what do you think about that? All of a sudden they're off limits. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. They're perfect, so you can't talk about them because they're infallible. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, it definitely does seem that way. Um, I definitely feel like the more money you have, the more you're allowed to do. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, my broke ass. I couldn't. I can't. I can't drive. Um, and it's not just because I'm broke. It's also because I have epilepsy. And uh, you still got to work. They, they won't give you disability if you have epilepsy. They prefer you die. That's how um, this country is. This country hates uh, what they call the disabled, which, by the way, I don't I don't like to use the term. I use it because it's a term that's popular. I, you know, I can do more than most able bodied people so like for example i'm doing this off the top of my head i didn't write a script like i just decided to come out here and do it that's why melissa is like you know wtf <laughs> she's like why didn't you write me a script <laughs> These kinds of talks kind of stress me out a little bit, but you know that. But like, yeah, but well, like, that's why you're here is to. A lot of people out. That's well, that's the whole thing is yeah, it's a sensitive subject. Like yeah, know, like people want to be able to say what they want to say, but at the same time, you don't. Well, most people don't want to hurt anybody. Exactly. Um, and so, or and people don't want to be hurt. So exactly. when it comes to something like censorship, like it's a tricky like subject because very true you can't be just allowed to say anything without any type of repercussion you know if you say something like that's really negative and you have the freedom to say that someone else has the freedom to call you out on it true you know so um yeah cool (laughs) thanks for that input uh with that we're gonna take a really quick break and be right back back uh yeah, our topic today was uh, censorship. Um, 
we pretty much covered everything we're going to talk about. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in today yeah, and thanks. joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure to sit here and yammer on about my political ideologies while Melissa puts up with them. I was nervous. And so, I mean, I'm glad that there aren't any actual people here with eyeballs judging me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. One, one Not for a while because, you know, COVID's going to be around for like eight years because... Yes of the doofus in office. By the way, please vote for not Trump. I don't care who you, who you vote for, just don't vote for Trump. A vote for Trump is a vote for like, I don't know, like every plague on earth. He's still running around spitting on everyone. Like he won't wash his hands. He's got his hand in his butt like every five minutes. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like blatantly trying to make people sick and that's their strategy is to make people sick it's called herd herd immunity <laughs> it sounds stupid it sounds dumb scott atlas scott atlas scott atlas is a quack quack scott quackless <laughs> hashtag scott quackless we're gonna start that on twitter i try to start it and you guys won't you people i keep saying that i, I apologize i grew up in a stupid household um Anyway, uh, <laughs> I again to sum up my my opinion, um, just so everyone uh, is clear on it. Um, I agree with the censorship to an extent. I don't I don't think you should be abusive to women when there are women in the audience. Um, I don't think you should be abusive to women in general. I, you know, like try to keep the humor as as positive as possible. Yet at the same time, when you're faced with negative situations and and people repeatedly are are being negative to you you do have the right to defend yourself you have the right to stand up when and by the way conservative black people use the word uncle tom more than anyone in the world louis farrakhan look at look at louis farrakhan and look at what he was doing on twitter for years for years he was calling people uncle toms he was calling people coons he was calling people zip coons sambos every day no one cared no one no one cared it was fine i did it one time one time, 12 hour suspension, just like that. I'm just saying, seems a little suspicious. And I remember when you brought it up, I, I wondered if it was our logo picture for- Yes, our logo. Which is a little white- Our logo, our, our logo is a picture of Melissa. However, so I thought maybe they had a problem with it because they thought it was that me. I was doing <laughs> it's just a logo. It's just a logo. But it's a logo. It's a logo. You said and that it shouldn't matter. I, I, I don't think it should matter. A white woman wrote it. <laughs> it was a very popular book during the union. It got people behind abolition. And so I don't have a problem with the terminology. And so you think that I should be able to say I don't that care too? who says it. I don't care who says it. And look, people run around using the N-word like crazy every day. And they're always saying, well, I said nigga. No, you didn't. Don't lie. I heard the hard R at the end. Okay? So just stop. Stop telling me I can't say words that are in classic novels that even uh, the Supreme Court rule that you you uh, for school children you should not censor uncle tom's cabin and you're gonna censor it for censor me adults adult adults come on it's it's ridiculous anyway um i hope you enjoyed the podcast uh, broadcast we enjoyed having you uh, hey check us out on instagram um twitter um Tune. check us out on youtube facebook uh even pinterest believe it or not uh, and quora 
We're on Quora again. We got kicked off of Quora. They they brought me back. Hey, Quora. Hi. I'm back. <laughs> Two places that's <laughs> people censor me all the time because they get confused. They're like, wait, is he white, black, Hispanic? Can he say that? Can he just turn it off? Just turn it off. I can't. I'm too confused. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been more content tent talk. I am uh, Christopher Prescott Carter. That is and Melissa Carter, his wife. Yes. And we will see you next, <laughs> next time. Next time. Yeah. Bye.